The designs of his heart are from age to age, to rescue their souls from death and to keep them alive in famine. In the name of the Father, the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. The grace of our Lord Jesus Christ, the love of God, and the communion of the Holy Spirit be with us all. We begin our celebration on this first Friday, this second Friday of, of Lent, or Friday of the third Friday, actually, of Lent, second Friday of the second week of Lent. Um, we keep in mind the two people we prayed for yesterday, uh, Jerry Colligan, who's been buried today, uh, uh, and Jerry Allure. Uh, Mr. Colligan was uh, uh, a local businessman, engineer, um, and uh, uh, father of uh, St. Uh, GTech students, grandfather of GTech students, a benefactor to our schools. Um, and uh, in his spare time, taught calculus here so that uh, students uh, would have that opportunity. Um, and Mr. Allure, uh was uh, one of the superintendents of the Grand Traverse Area Schools. He was superintendent when Mr. Buell, our current superintendent, was a student. So um, we remember both of them again today. And as we begin our celebration, we do so coming before our God humbly, knowing that uh, uh, he has been generous with us. And so we give thanks for his gifts and we seek forgiveness from him for our sins. Lord Jesus, you came to heal the contrite of heart. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Christ Jesus, you came to call sinners to redemption. Christ, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. Lord Jesus, you plead with us at the right hand of your Father. Lord, have mercy. Lord, have mercy. May Almighty God have mercy on us, forgive us our sins, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Let us pray. Loving God, who in the heart of your Son, wounded by our sins, bestow on us in mercy the boundless treasures of your love, grant, we pray, that in paying him the homage of our devotion, we may also offer worthy reparation. We ask this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Be seated, listen to the word of God. A reading from the book of Genesis. Israel loved Joseph, best of all his sons, for he was the child of his old age. When he had made him a long tunic, then when his brothers saw that their father loved him best of all his sons, they hated him so much that they would not even greet him. One day when his brothers had gone to pasture, their father's flock at Shechem, Israel said to Joseph, your brothers, you know, are tending your flocks at Shechem. Get ready. I will send you to them. So Joseph went after his brothers and caught up to them in Dothan. They noticed him from a distance. And before he came up to them, they plotted to kill him. They said to one another, here comes that master dreamer. Come on, let us kill him and throw him into one of the cisterns here. We could say that a wild beast devoured him. We shall, see, we shall then see what comes of his dreams. Then Reuben heard this. He tried to save him from their hands, saying, we must not take his life. Instead of shedding blood, he continued, just throw him into that cistern here in the desert, but do not kill him outright. 
His purpose was to rescue him from their hands and return him to, to his father. So when Joseph came up to them, they stripped him of the long tunic he had on. They, then they took him and threw him into the cistern, which was empty and dry. Then they sat down to their meal. Looking up, they saw a caravan of Ishmaelites coming from Gilead, their camels laden with gum, balm, and resin to be taken down to Egypt. Judah said to his brothers, what is to be gained by killing our brother and concealing his blood? Rather, let us sell him to these Ishmaelites instead of doing away with him ourselves. After all, he is, he is our brother, our own flesh. His brothers agreed. They sold Joseph to the Ishmaelites for 20 pieces of silver. The word of the Lord. Remember the marvels of the, the Lord has done. Remember the marvels the Lord has done. When the Lord called down a famine on the land and ruined the crop that sustained them, he sent a man before them, Joseph, sold as a slave. Remember the marvels the Lord has done. They had weighed him down with fetters, and he was bound with chains, till his prediction came to pass, and the word of the Lord proved him true. Remember the marvels the Lord has done. The king sent and released him. The ruler of the people set him free. He made him lord of his house and ruler of his possessions. Remember the marvels the Lord has done. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, so that everyone who believes in him might have eternal life. Glory and praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Matthew. Jesus said to the chief priests and elders of the people, here another parable. There once was a landowner who planted a vineyard, put a hedge around it, dug a wine press in it, and built a tower. Then he leased it to tenants and went on a journey. When vintage time drew near, he sent his servants to the tenants to obtain his produce. But the tenants seized the servants, and one they beat, another they killed, and a third they stoned. Again, the man sent other servants, more numerous than the first ones, but they treated them in the same way. Finally, he sent his son to them, thinking, they will respect my son. But when the tenants saw the son, they said to one another, this is the heir. Come, let us kill him, and we can acquire his inheritance. They seized him, threw him out of the vineyard, and killed him. What will the owner of the vineyard do to those tenants when he comes? They answered him, he will put those wretched men to a wretched death and lease his vineyard to other tenants who will give him the produce at the proper time. Jesus said to them, did you never read in the scriptures, the stone that the builders rejected has become the cornerstone? 
By the Lord has this been done, and it is wonderful in our eyes. Therefore I say to you, the kingdom of God will be taken away from you and given to a people that will produce its fruit. When the chief priests and the Pharisees heard his parables, they knew that he was speaking about them. And although they were attempting to arrest him, they feared the crowds, for they regarded Jesus as a prophet. The Gospel of the Lord. When I was an undergraduate at Marquette, um, among the courses we had to take uh, our, our first uh, couple of years uh, were the, the core curriculum, including English literature. And then one of them, we were studying Shakespeare. And uh, we were working our way through Othello uh, during the, the course. Um, and we had a reading assignment due for uh, a given day. I don't know, maybe it was a Wednesday or a Thursday, whatever it was. But whatever day it was, uh, it didn't seem anywhere near as important uh, as the uh, engagement that I had the night before the, uh, the assignment was due. And that was an intramural football game um, where uh, uh, our dorm team was playing another team and we won the game. And so we went and celebrated and showed up in class the next day in English uh, to have the teacher hand out a pop quiz. Um, life can be cruel sometimes. And there was one question on the quiz that really was the, the, the quiz. I mean, it was just three or five short questions, but there was one of them that would tell the teacher, Has, have they done this assignment? Uh, he asked, what is the green-eyed monster? I didn't have a clue what the green-eyed monster was because I hadn't done the reading for the day. Um, and I'm trying to think, this is Shakespeare. He wasn't writing horse. I put down some gibberish and collected the things and then gave the answers to us. He asked the three questions and he just looked at us and said, what is the green eyed monster? And a bunch of hands went up, not mine, mine not among them. And whoever he called on said, jealousy is the green eyed monster. This is very good and went into the lecture. Uh, I may not have done the reading assignments. I remember that one question and answer, uh, you know, a hundred years later. Um, jealousy, the green-eyed monster. Uh, if you ever wonder why Shakespeare referred to it as that uh, in, in Othello, uh, our two readings today are good descriptions of it um, because they're both stories of jealousy. The first one, a bit of uh, the history of the ancient Hebrew people. In fact, it's the story that gave us the Hebrew people. It's the one that sets everything in motion for the things that a, a, a well-to-do farming family uh, goes off to a foreign land and come, they come back not a family, but a nation uh, of 12 tribes. Um, we know it as a, a wonderful musical, uh, a second career for Donny Osmond, Joseph and the amazing Technicolor Dreamcoat. Um, uh, but uh, there, Joseph, uh, is 
you know, he's the, the baby of the family at this point. Benjamin had yet to come about, um, but he's got his father's favor, his, uh, his father Jacob, also uh, known as Israel, um, is uh, uh, just doting on the baby. Uh, his other sons are, uh, are, are, are mostly grown. Um, uh, and so at the time, this, this one's now uh, a teenager and able to start working in the field with the flock. He, he just continues to bestow blessings on him. And among them, this amazing, uh, beautiful tunic that he gives him. And the brothers look at this. This is not what the 11th son should be getting. Uh, something like this should go to the eldest who's going to be the heir to all this property. Why is he giving it to the one that uh, be the one that you would farm out to somebody else because there's not going to be an inheritance for him. Uh, and so we have today's story. They, uh, they're jealous of their father's love for him. They're jealous of the way he dotes on them. And they're jealous that he's giving them gifts that should belong uh, to someone else in the family. And the jealousy rises up so much, they decide to kill him. Fortunately, two of his brothers uh, get a little afraid at this point, and they talk him into, well, we don't have to kill him. Well, well first they dump him down his sister in a big vat that you would collect rainwater in to, to, to carry you through dry season. Uh, but then, you know, a caravan's going by. Ah, we'll sell him to them. Then we don't have to worry about it. Our, his blood's not on our hands, it'll be on someone else's hand. We don't have to kill him. We don't have to let him starve to death in this, uh, this ball. And they do so. Um, and we know that uh, God takes that act of incredible uh, jealousy and cruelty and uh, makes something else out of it. But we see the jealousy rearing up there. Our gospel today, Jesus uh, doesn't give us a bit of history, but he gives us a parable. Uh, a man builds a vineyard and a, a winery and hires tenants to work it for him. And what do they do? They become jealous. But why are we doing the work and he gets the money? And this is the agreement you made. Uh, he gets a portion of the, uh, the grapes. Maybe he wanted a portion of the wine. Uh, and you get a portion of the wine. You, you, you give him enough to, to raise their families on. But uh, you see their choice. When he sends his other servants to collect, they kill him. Kills another bunch, and then they kill the, the heir, thinking, well, if the heir is shown up, the old man must be dead. You kill him, it's ours. Again, jealousy rearing its head. Why should he have something we don't have? It wasn't just uh, important to Moses, is he? You know, wrote the book of Genesis. It wasn't just important to Matthew as he wrote the, the good news of Jesus. It wasn't just important to Shakespeare. Uh, you know, uh, 1,500 years later, it's, something goes on in our lives. Something, uh, you know, we look, if you look at the list of an examination of conscience, we see jealousy occurring there. We see jealousy showing up in the stories of, of horrible crimes in the news. Um, and and uh, I hear stories of jealousy uh, in confessionals uh, from a wide range of, of people. It's uh, something there. We look at something someone else has and we think, it's, uh, why should they have it and not me? 
Um, my uh, uh, my friend, Father Michael Sparrow, um, uh, gave me a wonderful story about that once, and uh, it was uh, he was feeling bad about recognizing jealousy in his own life, and and uh, he said he heard a voice inside him, and he said he knew it was God speaking to him at that point. It was God saying to him, Michael, how is it that I'm satisfied with you, with everything I've given you, but you are not? Um, and that's the real crux there. Um, God will give us everything we need to live up to being in his image and likeness. Um, uh, when we get jealous of someone else having something that's not necessarily more, but different, each of us has something that God finds tremendously important. Otherwise, he wouldn't have, wouldn't have created us, wouldn't have given it to us. Um, but he's saying, you know, uh, I've given you everything you need to have for me to love you completely and unconditionally. Enough for me. Please let it be enough for you. Gather our prayers and bring them before our God. Begin with a, a prayer for peace in our world. Ask that the jealousies among peoples um, be wiped away by God's grace. Let us we pray to the Lord. We pray for the church. Uh, we pray for our Holy Father, uh, Pope Francis, as he begins began his pilgrimage to Iraq today, visiting um, uh, places where the, the church first began there uh, in, in Ur and uh, visiting the Christian uh, and Muslim peoples of, uh, of Iraq. We pray to the Lord. We pray for our own country, ask that God watch over it and bless it, uh, grace our leaders with wisdom, protect those charged with our safety, we pray to the Lord. We pray for our own ministry of, of Catholic education, a ministry begun by Jesus, calls himself a teacher, we pray to the Lord. We pray for the repose of the souls of, of Jerry Colligan and Jerry Alor, that God welcome them to paradise and bring comfort to all those. Who mourn their passing, we pray to the Lord. For your intention. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, hear our prayer. Lord, hear our prayer. Loving God, we come before you, bringing you our hopes and desires, knowing that you will take everything that we offer, those spoken, those held silently in our hearts, and accept them through your Son, Jesus Christ, our brother and Lord, who lives and reigns with you in unity the Holy Spirit, one God forever and ever. Amen.
Blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the bread we offer you. It is the gift of the earth, the work of human hands, that will become for us the bread of life. Blessed be God forever. And blessed are you, Lord God of all creation, for through your goodness we have received the wine we offer you. Through the vine, the work of human hands, it will become our spiritual drink. Blessed be God forever. Wash me, Lord, from my iniquity. Pray, my sisters and brothers, that my sacrifice and yours may be acceptable to God, Almighty Father. May your merciful grace prepare your servants, O God, for the worthy celebration of these mysteries and lead them by a devout way of life. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Lift up your heart. Let us give thanks to the Lord our God. It is truly right and just, our duty and our salvation, always and everywhere, to give you thanks. Lord, Holy Father, almighty and eternal God, through your Son, Jesus Christ our Lord. For raised up high on the cross, he gave himself up for us with a wonderful love and poured out blood and water from his pierced side, the wellspring of the church's sacrament, so that one over to the open heart of the Savior, all might draw water joyfully from the springs of salvation. And so with all the angels and saints, we praise you. As without end, we acclaim, holy, holy, holy Lord, God of hosts, heaven and earth are full of your glory. Hosanna in the highest. Blessed is he who comes in the name of the Lord. Hosanna in the highest. You are indeed holy, O Lord, the font of all holiness. Make holy therefore these gifts, we pray, by sending down your spirit upon them like the dew falls so that they may become for us the body and blood of our Lord, Jesus Christ. At the time he was betrayed and entered willingly into his passion, he took bread and giving thanks broke it, gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, give it. This is my body, which will be given up for you. In a similar way, when supper was ended, he took the chalice and once more giving thanks, he gave it to his disciples saying, take this, all of you, drink from it. This is the chalice of my blood, the blood of the new and eternal covenant, which will be poured out for you and for many for the forgiveness of sins. Do this in memory of me. Mystery of faith, save us, save the world. Revive your cross and resurrection. Therefore, as we celebrate the memorial of his death and resurrection, we offer you, Lord, the bread of life and the chalice of salvation, giving thanks that you have held us worthy to be in your presence and minister to you. Humbly, we pray that partaking of the body and blood of Christ, we may be gathered into one by the Holy Spirit. Remember, Lord, your church spread throughout the world. Bring her to the fullness of charity. Give us Francis, our Pope, Bishop Walter, our administrator, and all the clergy. Remember your servants, Jerry and Jerry, whom you've called from this world to yourself. Grant that they who were united with your son in a death like his may also be one with him in his resurrection. Remember all of our brothers and sisters who've fallen asleep in the hope of the resurrection and all who have died in your mercy. Welcome them into the light of your face. Have mercy on us all, we pray, that with the Blessed Virgin Mary, Mother of God, Joseph, her husband, your blessed apostles and glorious martyrs, St. Francis, St. Clair, St. Jerome, and all the saints who please you throughout the ages. 
You may merit to be co-heirs of eternal life. And may praise and glorify you through your Son, Jesus Christ. Through him and with him and in him, O God, Almighty Father, in the unity of the Holy Spirit, all glory and honor is yours forever and ever. Amen. Savior's command informed by divine teaching, let us raise our voices in the prayer given to us by Jesus himself. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not in temptation, but deliver us from evil. Deliver us, Lord, we pray, from every evil. Graciously grant peace in our days, that by the help of your mercy, we may be always free from sin and safe from all distress, as we await the blessed hope in the coming of our Savior, Jesus Christ. Lord Jesus Christ, you said to your apostles, peace I leave you, my peace I give you. Look not on our sins, on the faith of your church. Graciously grant her peace and unity in accordance with your will who live and reign forever and ever. Amen. Peace of the Lord be with you always. Amen. Lamb of God. Behold the Lamb of God, behold him who takes away the sins of the world. Blessed are those called to the supper of the Lamb. Lord. May the body and blood of Christ keep us safe for eternal life.
God loved us and sent his son as expiation for our sins. Let us pray. Having received this pledge of eternal salvation, we pray, O Lord, that we may set our course so well as to attain redemption you promised. We ask this through Christ our Lord. The Lord be with you. Bow your heads and pray for God's blessing. Grant your people, O Lord, we pray, help of mind and body, that by constancy and good deeds they may always merit the defense of your protection. We ask this through Christ our Lord. May Almighty God bless you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Our Mass is ended. Go in peace. And call you.